what's up everyone it's gavin or tweak that's something a little different charles or chuck in person with gavin what's up oh true all right it's, it's marcus or Pake. what's good what's good the thing froze for me bro i wasn't ready i knew i knew you'd blow it at the end right there what's up everyone it's matt or has and of course we have a very special guest today one of our favorite commentators one of our favorite players as well i gotta give it up to him coney what's going on man it's Coney and just Coney. It's nothing else. Don't you be calling me by my first name. I don't even know you people. I'm here as a guest. Okay. So it's Coney. Thank you for having me. There we go. There it is. All right. <laughs> One of the more aggressive intros we've ever had. But... I just had, I like to set boundaries. All right. Everybody okay. watching this, you know, just making sure everybody knows what's good, everybody. Thank you for having me on Tweet Talks. I'm excited. This is your first, I guess, official one, right? Because we had had you on as a guest at a uh, big house. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that was really fun. It was super fun. I've been wanting to do this forever. I was just waiting for the call. And then Charles hit me up. He was like, hey, you want to be on Tweet Talks? I'm like, hell yeah. So here we are. Yep, we're going through the list. So guys, we are also going to have a bonus topic with Coney talking about PM and HDR at the end. Uh, it's going to be part of a Patreon thing, so it's going to be a new Patreon tier. We're trying to create more content for you guys, so make sure to check that out on the Patreon so you guys have access to that bonus topic. And other than that, we're just going to get straight into the episode. Coney, what do you think about Steve Bad? I got to know. I, I got I to know your thoughts, man. Jeez. Honestly, dude, uh, it's actually probably good that all of us are on here because I think we got a wide – you got a top player, um, you. and you have three commentators. Uh <laughs> And Hez was like, okay. And then you have Pink Fresh, who with me has been around forever. Like, from a boomer perspective, I think it's too early. Like, I haven't seen anything happen. Like, I haven't seen the application of it. Um, but I do understand on the other side how people have said, well, okay, well, it took too long to ban stuff in the past. And then it sort of centralized, like the meta crystallized around these characters. So I kind of get that. And it's only going to get worse, right? Like, the Steves are only going to learn how to apply it more and more. Felt kind of early to me, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not a player, so I don't feel right talking about it. So how do you guys feel? Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of an overcorrection in the same way where it's yeah. like, look, we never did anything in the past. We said this on, I don't know, two episodes ago or whatever, but it's like, Steve, we were just waiting for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, Steve, you put one toe over the line, you're done. That's it. He didn't even get to do it in tournaments. So would it have really affected Steve's results? Probably over time, for sure. Probably would have helped a little bit more over time as it got more consistent and more developed. But we didn't even give them the chance, honestly, which I, I kind of like that the community's like, fuck it, we're taking action right away. I like that. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, uh, HBox announcing it, right? For yes. Coinbox. I think that, that's the yeah. big one where it's just like, oh, wow. It feels a little official just because Coinbox is such a huge tournament in the community, right? So it's it's a really big deal. He said in his statement, too, that like, he was going to do it anyway. This just kind of like, you know, tipped it over the line. This was the tipping point. Uh, so I don't know if he realized how much, well, he of course realizes it's HBox, but like the influence that he held, you know what I mean? In, in coin boxes, kind of huge. Did you guys hear the interview with Jake? That was very funny. No, yeah. I missed that. Why do you, uh, why do you start playing Steve? And Jake was like, well, I noticed after I played him for a couple of days, I was just beating a bunch of really good players. So, uh, yeah, I just kept playing. I was like, dude, even the team <laughs> players aren't even trying to hide it, dude. This shit is hilarious. Yeah. For me, me with Bayonetta, dude, right? Smash 4. Oh, sorry. I was saying me and, me and Smash 4 with Bayonetta, a thousand True. percent. Uh, yeah. Me with rule. Bayonetta and Cloud and Donkey Kong. 
true. Of huh? I forgot about DK. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. You were doing it with Bowser DK. Jr. before though. I was a little carried. Are you too. serious? He was getting jabbed with Bowser Jr. Like he had some impressive bit. wins, but there's I'm another timeline. There's another timeline where Tweak never gets off Jr. and is like still putting up GoFundMe's to try to get the tournament. <laughs> like help, please! I'm yeah, like, like, Jr. Please, a compendium player, compendium player, compendium player. Yeah, <laughs> we're bringing the best Bowser Jr. to our tournament. I finally got into Summit. He gets 25th. <laughs> wow, great result, guys! Fantastic. We're so mean. Bowser Jr. <laughs> saga, here he comes. Yeah. Get Tweak here. We need him. There's another this, world where that happens. This podcast would not be as successful, I think, in that timeline. <laughs> I think I, only I Marcus is here. Really has yeah. plays Canon Richter. Good time. Um, what's funny about my thoughts on the ban is I feel like my don't ban Steve brain is actually more biased than my ban Steve brain because. I want to like win and and like beat all the best players so bad that I don't want Kazio or Steve like changed or banned. Like I want to beat them at their best. And if we ban them, it feels like I'm taking away tools from like an, a lot of the really high ranked players. Sure. But then there's there's a lot more to it too. It's not always just about like what's happening like you know, when I'm playing someone in grand finals of a major tournament like you know, we have to consider the timeline of where Smash is at currently, like the, the you know, like there's no patches or future characters being dropped. Like um, Steve was already the best character and like, you know, organizations dropping players and organizations shutting down in general and less tournaments. Like we, I, I think it's important to consider the timeline. And last week, the most important thing I was trying to preach to everyone was, these a lot of these characters that are pretty messed up in terms of balance and just bugginess is they were created during quarantine where there was like less people working on them and like it, it it's just it's just true and I, I don't I don't hear that being talked about as much and I I think maybe if the community takes a step forward with this maybe we'll get like a, a patch or something like I'm it's like basically like trying to be hopeful for the best case scenario. Sure. So this is the first time I've ever thought the ban was the best case scenario. Cause usually I'm always competitor first, like as an, as frustrating as it is to fight against some of this stuff, like I usually don't want to mess with it, but yeah. this is the first time I feel like me not wanting the ban is actually me being selfish for myself. Yeah. Well, as a competitor, too, you have to really, and all of us have to care about the overall health of the scene as well. You know what I mean? And, and it seemed like if you had to choose ban Steve and hurt the players that, that play him, or, I mean, like Coney said, and I think this is a really good thing to put out there, is we don't play in tournaments. My, myself and Coney and, and Charles, to an extent, don't play in tournaments as much anymore. So our opinion doesn't hold as much weight, in my opinion. But I have noticed, it doesn't mean I don't have any opinion or any any stake in this. But I have noticed a lot of people tweeting about locals are dying, locals are being hurt by this, and, and this could help. And it's like, well, if it could help, we got to try it. If it doesn't, you can always roll it back. If, if it wasn't Steve and it was truly everything else that, that played into it, run it back. Let Steve's Look back. at the Meta Knight ban in Brawl. Everyone just said, fuck it, bro, bring it back Meta Knight. Yeah. I was going to say, that feels like copium to me. I think that's just natural like disinterest as yeah. the game. Because like yeah. as the game goes on, some people hold on to this idea like, all right, we're five years into the game, but this is my year. Things are going to get big. And then the last character drops 
interest wanes and people are like, oh, it's just not happening for me. I'm still going 2-2 or whatever. And I think that hurts locals more than Steve, but maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Like maybe the culture's different and now people are like just not having fun there anymore. Um, I just, I, I don't think that one character, unless it's Bayonetta, uh, and, and, and maybe maybe that's maybe yeah. that's a hypocritical thing in what I'm saying. I think Bayonetta slaughtered mid-level play. I don't yep. think Steve does that because there's 90 characters in the game, huh. and the game is still not. I I think Bayonetta like accelerated the game to like hyper competition where everybody played her. I don't see a billion Steves, but maybe I'm out of touch. I don't know. The game no, there is truth to what you're well, saying. The game's know, more balanced. Well, relative to like cast size, like that's that's kind of hard to say. Like I don't hmm. know if. A game with like I don't remember how many Smash Four I had. What like f- let's say fifty max. Like let's say in top sixty four you saw like tw- twelve or fourteen bayonettas, but then in this game you see like nine Steves, right? Like it, it's eighty characters, but also then you have to start like I mean we would need like data analytics for this because the scene is also larger now, so it's way more entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's mm-hmm. like True. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Like someone will have to like run the numbers and stuff, but. I'm for sure, like, I see people uh, pick Steve, like, that have put very little time into Steve, and they cook people that have been playing the game for years, and it's not because, you know, uh, Steve is oh so broken, he's just so strong at, like, lower levels, it's, right. it's like, really hard to overcome a lot of his tools if you're not, like, deep into, to, like, understanding how the character works, you know? like he's yeah. very different kind of like bayonetta right where like she came out and her mechanics were just so different than marvel character time <laughs> yeah than every character. other smash game you'd ever seen and now it's like this character is building terrain and suddenly his mind card is invincible but it wasn't invincible before and it goes faster now and it's he's the anvil stronger when he's on it and when he's not on it and you got to know all these different like weird things that you never keep track of different materials like what's what stages he gets different materials on it's it's just a lot of things to like know at mid-level that most people aren't gonna know you know and like that can kill the enjoyment for a lot of people that just they're they're, like not everyone's competing to be the best player in the world some people are just competing as like an escape from their life or like whatever um but it definitely, I definitely have seen the effects of people just like losing to Steve and Kazuya. Like, let's not pretend this is a Steve only thing. Sure. It's the same um, feeling when you, yeah, yeah you, you're playing someone, you're they're invincible half the game, and they hit you three times and and they win, and you're like, bro, I'm just here to, I'm just here to enjoy myself. I'm trying to play some <laughs> villager, bro. I love Animal Crossing, and suddenly you're, you're just getting smoked. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's what Coney said, a little column A, a little column B, like waning interest in the game naturally. And then also Steve accelerates that process. Or I think it's kind of the same thing because we have three people in here and Charles to some extent also played Bayo, where it's like if you're playing as this really good character, (laughs) no, the game forced you to do it, Chuck. It's not your fault. When you're playing those characters who are so strong in Bayo and Smash 4 and Steve, in ultimate or Kazuya even it's like you can tell immediately when they don't know the matchup and when it's going to kind of be a free dub because they're not doing the right things you know when they don't punish certain things when they don't sdi when they don't do x y and z to even try it's it's like a free walk past that i feel like it's such a hard and commendable thing to get past that mid-level where you're consistently going two two three two four two and get to that higher level in your locals and do that consistently like i think that's really hard and really satisfying and i think those characters kind of jump that that boundary a little bit you know 
there's a there's a couple classic things with characters. I think the most glaring thing for is the one with Bayonetta, where it's like something that you don't do and you have to beat out of yourself and know not to do. Mm-hmm. And like Steve has a lot of those, but Bayonetta, the classic one is. Uh, Bayonetta kills you, you come back off the platform, this is in Smash 4, you come back off the platform and you swing, and you immediately get witch timed, and you die again, and it's like <laughs> oh yeah I can get witch timed in invincibility, I can get mm-hmm. witch timed in, in off platform, and I think it's like Steve has a lot of knowledge checks like that like, you know, him on the anvil with the block above him um, the way that he sort of operates off stage, it's just like there's a lot to keep in mind, and it's not just the same as like, hey, just SDI. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think too. One of the things that's it's interesting here, Marcus brought up is he talked about how much bigger the scene is now, and that includes uh, on a global scale, right? Because currently, I mean, obviously in the U.S., I don't know what would you, like a bunch of locals are banning him, Coinbox banned Steve. You know, it's kind of popping up here and there, but it's not every single local, right? Like there's no unified rule set, which we've always talked about forever in Smash. But now it's even bigger because you look at places like Japan or EU. I think some locals there or some regionals there might follow our lead and some might not at all. And it'll be really interesting to kind of see that clash of culture when it comes to, if you come to a US tournament, you can't play a Steve. But if you go to Japan, he still might be legal because Akola and a bunch of other good Steves over there. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this develops over time. And like Gavin said, or if there's interference from Nintendo or, or what's going to work out, but who knows? Could be pure, pure copium. I worry it's going to create a really crappy issue where it's like, all right, well you know leo is the best player but Akola is the best player in the real game like it just becomes like yeah. okay this is the mickey mouse game all right you want to really see who's good bring a cola over and don't restrict it and i'm worried that that's going to happen but you know whatever yeah yeah so i mean the new tech i think even like when i break the new tech down it's like okay maybe against like sword characters it's not that good if they hit you with like a tipper like space something right and then maybe you can get shield in time if they minecart or something like there even when the tech came out i was trying to be like i was trying to cope and be like you know there might be counterplay there might be but bro if you're negating knockback come on guys like sure i've seen some characters break some like rules of the game but that like that is a that's that's like a super fundamental rule in terms of like if i fucking hit you like unless you have super armor or intangibility like i win the scenario and i definitely get where it's like okay maybe you don't get follow-ups or whatever right but like getting reversal like that's fucked up like there's some instances though like if i mean like this is just kind of a knowledge thing but i remember like it might have been smash 4 but like you hit doc up smash and you can punish him because they hit the right, right. so For then you get into like you to be negative DK, right? yeah i was yeah, yeah, dk yeah. with that one dk yeah so it's like even then like it's not negating hit stun, but I see what you're saying in that, like, if I get the hit, I win the interaction. But even that's not a completely binary, like, fully true rule in the game. So right. people can make that argument. But thing about it, if because I see a lot of people comparing this tech to, like, other characters. And spoiler alert, they're always, like, completely misunderstanding everything they're talking about. Like, <laughs> um, is when Steve is doing this, it is using zero resources. Uh, it's not even like an actual move or anything like that. And it's on top of a character that can access more things than any other character in the game in the air because he can alt- like he can add terrain and have access to all of his grounded moves and blah, blah, blah. So you're giving this extra tool to a character who already had extra tools in disadvantage and it doesn't cost him anything at all, which is like, like if we compare this to like shield art, 
Like that is a visual built-in thing. Yeah. Like we know what this is. There's we, a cooldown on it. We yeah, we like he's yeah. not doing it the entire time. Like he's clearly using something to do it, or like Yoshi literally like is <laughs> and altering. He's using a jump. Yeah. Yeah, he's using his <laughs> his his double jump. And he's not like like if Steve uses this, Steve doesn't alter where he is or accelerate in some way or like it is literally just a dub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's reason the right thing to do in every scenario. Yeah, yeah, like and that's the key difference. And the classic is or like the thing we keep hearing is it's on top of the best character in the game. It's on top of a character that can already access so much more in this situation that other characters can't plus it shuts down multi-hits it gets it gets really weird because of i think having block and all these acts all this access to like grounded moves and all these crazy things block is just a really buggy move like hey, what, man, block. Really what it comes down to what if it's what up. if they i know you said it's because it's on the best character what if they gave it to like isabel like they're like all right it's off of steve now it's on isabel but how does Isabel do it? Is the question. Uh, she just she just does it, man. It just happens. Just like it's a like input. like the pluck thing. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Item now it like yeah. Yeah, now it just stops. Yeah. I think I think it'd be fine on her because yeah, she's I'm, she's just, whatever. Now she's a mid tier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except Steve is doing this out of your multi hit and then mine carding you yeah. with redstone and gold, and you're dead at eighty. Oh, yeah. cool. I think, I think bad right. characters all have some like weird intricacies to them, like not to this degree, but like. It, it would become Isabel's like gimmick, whether it's like in the game or out of the game. That's sort of what she's known for, but it's not going to convert. Yeah, especially there. because right. like, what's the answer to this situation with Steve, a character that's not very mobile, right? That's all right. Like, I'm not going to swing that much. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now he puts up a wall and now he's the best character in the game times 10. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Actually, ironically, this seems kind of brawly to me. Like in Brawl, all the like, that, yeah. yeah, so many characters had these like, like thinking of Isabel with this tech seems to me like the weird things that Brawl would do. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, this works on everybody, but not on that guy and on this guy on this stage. Like DK is invincible on Yoshi's. Don't go to Yoshi's. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> like Brown, dude. Shout out to that set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like there's some. It it would almost become like that's her one sort of gimmick in this game is sort of smoothed all the way around. The game is very like polished and yeah. almost laminated. A, like lot, it's of, a, a lot of it. mechanics are universal across the yeah, cast. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Enough about Steve. Let's talk to Coney. Coney, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Hey everybody. Uh, Hi. good, good. I'm kind of sad. I'm not traveling as much, man. Honestly. Yeah. Um, rough. I miss it. Well, I, I, it's about the West Coast travel. I, it's like going to the West Coast was always a mess. It's always so frustrating. But you know, staying on the East Coast is great. So, oh yeah, man. I know. I'm doing a collision. I thought about it, but I'm gonna stay home and I'm gonna stream it. Oh. But you just said you're Content not traveling. But you're yeah, but not this stream one. it. <laughs> Come so, on! Uh, I go to the. I, I'm gonna go, and and this sounds like shots at RJ or Collision. It's really not. I'm gonna go to the big, 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 big stuff. Um, Smash Con is coming up soon. Um, and that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Sheesh. It's, it, it's kind of crazy because on this podcast, we base obviously a lot of the content and talking points are like, "Here's what's coming up. Who are you excited to watch play?" And it's like, "Oh shit! What are we talking yeah. about now? We got to talk about Steve every week. This sucks." Please no. <laughs> this podcast going downhill. Yeah. Collision is loaded. There's a lot of great people. Yeah. It's just it um, was last year too with players. Like yeah, it was 
a really tough competition last year. It was you got second, Fargo, right? Fargo Uleo. Yeah, it was top three. Yeah. Honestly, that's really sick to see because Collision kind of rose out of like the regional. Like, I would kind of like to see it keep. You know, yeah. RJ's a great TO. It's a it's a great event. So like, I hope it continues to flourish. You know, yeah. joints used to get like thirty entrants in Brawl. We would drive yeah. up there from Maryland. Like, <laughs> yeah. what New Jersey? We get to compete in New Jersey. What were we thinking? You played Meta Knight and I played. I mean, you played DDD and I played Lucas, and all they played was Meta Knight and Ice Climbers up there. We're just we're. Just, it's like 10 of the best players in the world in one region. We were, we were just losing money for free. What were we doing? Yeah, we were like we were like antelope going to the watering hole that the lions are chilling at, <laughs> like that they're sunbathing at, and we're just hopping in. What the fuck are you going to do? Whatever. And then they eat you. <laughs> you guys are pot fillers? You guys drove yes. all the Well, I don't know if Zach was, but I definitely was. What the heck? I wasn't a pot filler. I could hold my own, and then I would run into like – Somebody who mained Snake and I beat his ass at Meta Knight. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, <laughs> I, the secondary Meta Knights were so hard, so much harder because, like, the main Meta Knights were like hard enough, but at least you can figure it out. The secondary Meta Knights played way more brainless and degenerate, which was ironically harder in my matchup, particularly against yeah. DDD. Well, you I'm also, good. yeah, when you're fighting like the Meta Knight player, you know, mains Meta Knight, you're going into it like really prepared to fight the hardest thing in your life but yes, if they yeah. switch off to the to meta knight it's just like a jump scare like <laughs> oh, shit, you like no. oh i wasn't ready for this like i need like a couple hours to be ready to fight yeah. and i, I had a secondary nest and i was able to squash a lot of meta knights with nessa actually really uh, that, yeah because because that. that that's the switch up where it's like all right bro you want you want some goofy stuff that i'm not ready for <laughs> ness nobody knew what he did and yeah. it was like I was able to beat some people, but then they could go Marth. It's like, all right, it's <laughs> a oh, natural joy. end game. I'm not the good enough with Ness. <laughs> yeah, and, and like Marcus could beat a Marth with Lucas because he played that character. Ness was like, come on, man, like leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember what Ness really did in Brawl. I remember Shaky right on yeah. Brinstar. He down airs classic. Yeah, he, yeah. he literally just down airs up and down. He's like a he's like a pendulum. He just swings up and down with down air. It's amazing. And that's he's good so against fun. Meta Knight. That's wild. Yes. Yeah, because it's so active. If he, if you can, I don't listen hey, to me. He's gonna become a Paul analysis podcast. No, if you if you do it right, you can make it work. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Let's dive into that more. Actually, no, let's uh, not. I don't want to talk about Ness anymore. From Ness, I miss every day. He's so really? stupid now. I hate him. I hate new Ness. Yeah. Hey, Tweak Talk fans, you know what it is. It's sponsorship time, and we're happy to say that today's episode is brought to you by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or your computer. Now, personally, I love finding deals when shopping online. It makes me feel savvy and smart with my decisions, especially when the deals are a surprise. There's nothing like feeling a little lucky when shopping online and finding good deals. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Now imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you go to checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey does its work and searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Now this year, one of my commitments is to one of my resolutions is to get more into working out. I've 
been good about the treadmill, but I want to start pumping some weights, right? So I was looking for a new blender, right? I was trying to buy a new blender online. And when I went to go check out, I clicked on my honey widget and I was able to find a deal and actually save 20 bucks on a really nice blender. Now, this was surprising because it's a really high quality blender. Saving 20 bucks on it was super awesome. And I got to thank honey for that one. Now, one last thing. Did you know honey doesn't just work on desktops? It also works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari and your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this show. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash tweak. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash tweak. Joinhoney.com slash T-W-E-E-K tweak. He's like good now. That's the annoying part. It used yeah, to be a joke every he's time. Boring, man. Well, hold on. Like... I don't know about that. No, not infinite now. Coney, uh, sorry, he's I, also I good. Uh, Coney, name your top three characters of all times across Smash. Ooh. every game. Yes, including including uh, PM Wario. Yeah, PM Wario is number one. Yeah, nice. Obviously, yeah. like that's just that was magical. Giving me a command grab <laughs> that I could mix up 50 50, like that's that's drug to me. Um, <laughs> do it like literally when I found out you could do that, I was like, that is like because my whole game plan is I'm gonna do I'm gonna do A until it stops working, then I do B. So, and, and that's sort of the the flow chart that I go down. And uh, dude, being able to flip the side on bite is so good because people will not learn that DI until game two. And then I was like, all right, you know what it is now. So you know I'm flowing this way now. Ah, you're dead again. Oh, that's tough, bro. That's too sad. Also, uh, PM Wario could just stuff spaces if they didn't know the matchup because they would always try to get back, and then you just back there, and they die at 20. So excellent. Um, number two is Brawl DDD, obviously. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm so sad that he's one of the few. And, I mean, Charles, you and I talked about this at, uh -oh. at, at events. Like, yeah. Very few Smash characters have gotten a full remake, right? Think yep. about it. There's like Luigi, who now has become a grab lord. Um, and there's Olimar, kind of, but not really. Like, all of his moves function the same. He just... Game you know, and Watch kind of got revamped quite a bit. Eh, I mean, from Brawl to... Or from Melee to Brawl, but Game & Watch, even like Brawl Smash 4 Ultimate is like the up B man. He's like Mr. Up B with attacks that like make a box around him and you have to respect it, you know? Right. So um I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh DDD, I, I just miss all DDD. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. DDD just became a totally different character because he used to be like a a, a tank a range tank, kinda. You pop the Ford tilt, uh you keep people at bay, you get the grab, do seventeen with back throw, there it is in the thing. Hell yeah. And then, uh, but now he's just like a, a ledge memer. He's like, oh, do you know, do you know what to do with Gordos? Oh man, I lose. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, yeah. So as long as you know how to play around Gordo it's like, um, but yeah, I, I hate what they did to DD. Third favorite is. This is the one I was curious for. Cause I, I was almost positive what the first two would be now yeah. three. I don't know what you're going to brawl mess. I think. I mean, probably Brawl Nest. <laughs> I have a soft spot for Brawl Nest. I love Brawl Wario to death. I never played yeah. him enough to be like... He's amazing. Yeah, he's Great. just so cool, man. Like, Wario also got a pretty big... Not not a remake, really, because he functions the same, but he's not as he extreme. Got a remake. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, because like... <laughs> the entire way. 
ironically, it's kind of weird because, like, where the other characters got more extreme, like, Luigi became, like, the grab guy, and now he's Mr. Grabs. Wario, who used to be, like, super evasive, like, you can't touch him, you straight up can't hit him, has now become, like, he's still the aerial guy, but he's not as, maybe it's because the whole game is about aerials now, but it's like, he he doesn't feel as extreme. I mean, Tweak, I, you've, you've played it, so you know, like, he doesn't feel quite, like, he feels like he's, like, diet brawl Wario, like, he's toned down to, like, seven or eight, where in the last game, he was, like, extreme on that end. He was a lot stubbier too, you know. In Smash Four, he was just <laughs> so bad, just so, just a shell of a character. Yeah. And in Ultimate, they like were like sorry, and yeah. like gave us a, a bone or two. But I don't know why they did that to him in Smash Four too. It's not like he was dominating or anything in Brawl. Like he was good. He was very well balanced in Brawl. Like he was great actually. There's two things I'm very him. upset at. Yeah. This board smash is the dumbest animation I've ever seen. <laughs> Why did they do that? Like he know. had a good one before. Like, it was iconic too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from Brawl to from Brawl to Smash Four, and they kept the Smash Four thing in Ultimate. Yeah. So in Brawl, he had the reverse plumber throw. Like his Ooh. forward throw was the Mario Luigi back throw, and that's right. amazing. Like that is great. And they just—it's like they just took away all of the flavor. I don't know yeah. why. And in Ultimate, he got... I'm satisfied. I'm not, like, ecstatic. I think he's great. He's cool. But, like, tires were so cool. Um, he just had so much character in Brawl. And he just lost a lot of it. I don't know what went wrong or why they hated him so much. But he's fine now. But in Smash 4, it was, like... Not only was he one of the worst characters in the game, he also had... He was just so boring. I think they just really balanced them around Waft. It was, like, the same way that Luigi became, like, okay, the grab is his thing. It felt like, okay, Waft is his thing. Make everything else bad. Um, yeah. And then they realized they went too far in Ultimate, maybe. But. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Brawl Wario, but it's hard to say. Brawl Ness I love, but he's kind of bad, but he's so fun. Like, DDD had chain grabs and stuff in Brawl, and then they switched them over to Smash Form. Like, it's like, DDD wasn't even good. Like, he no. was a high tier. <laughs> He was good against shit characters, but yeah. against the good characters, DDD got farmed, and like they yeah. just totally shit on him coming into Smash Four. I was like, why? Yeah, his character was wasn't even dominating in any way, shape, or form except the first like six months or a year of the game, where everyone played shit characters, everyone got chain grabbed, and then once people figured out like, oh, I can just pocket Meta Knight or pocket Ices this thing, it's like it's a wrap. It's so easy, or even like pocket Falco and stuff. I don't know. It, it's it was very disheartening, and I definitely felt like I had a really low roll. I just I remember yeah. the first like couple months or like the first actually it only took me like two weeks to drop DDD in Smash Four because it's so dog shit. Yeah, you but, realize immediately. Yeah, yeah. I tried to make it work and Void beat it out of me. Void was like, yeah. "I'm doing this because I'm your friend," and he just friend, good friend, Lena. And I was like, "Dude, I I swear I can." He's like, "Right," and then Void was just like, "Dude, stop! Like, stop doing this to yourself." I know you love the character, but you you can't play this character, dude. It happened thing to me with uh, K. Rool and Ultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happened to me live on stream where, like, it was one of the first Anadu weeklies, and I played 6WX, and I hated... Those. Yeah, this set was so funny. Yeah. I hated DDD, but I'm like, all right, let me play Ness, and I played Ness, and I think I lost game one. I don't think it went to game three. I lost game one. I was like, all right, bro, let me try DDD. Hold on. I got this figured out. <laughs> I know how to play DDD, Sonic, and Brawl. Like, I'll figure this out. I'm going to beat his ass. And people are like, oh, he's playing. D yeah, there it is. I got my ass beat. It was not close. Or look, I tried to be reverse inhale. He just baits it out and then kills me. It was god awful. I never played DDD after this. It was so sad.
that's that's one of the funniest things about new Smash games coming out because it's like it's so exciting. Like maybe my character will be like fucking awesome, but it's also a little scary because it's like maybe my character will fucking suck, and also maybe a character like Sonic is gonna be broken. You know, like right. these characters that I hated, at least they were dog shit before, but now it's like damn, they might be a threat coming into this next game. And that dude, that to me is like one of the most exciting things about new Smash games coming out. Or seeing who people are gonna play, I love that. Like watching people play, and it's yep. like they're figuring out. Like Leo lands on Ike, and it's like, oh, dude, Ike is so cool. Look at the yeah. many switches. It's like, but I think what's funny about Smash characters is like, they kind of are it. Like if Smash characters are stocks, like Rob is a very safe bet. I think if oh. you go into the new game and you're yeah. Rob player, like I think that's a safe. Diddy is so safe. Diddy, Fox, Fox, Fox Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, it, like they're always gonna have good normals. Like whether they change other stuff, it's just how do they function in the engine. Um, so it's really fascinating to see like, and then one character just is gonna get like completely wiped off the earth in yeah. pretty much every game. Like the best just, character in the last game is usually they're yeah, <laughs> they're they're gone. I think this is a really fun topic to talk about just in terms of just like throughout all the different Smash games, right? It's always like the speedster characters, especially when you go back in time, right? Like traditional Smash, like when you think back to like, you know, starting with Melee, like all the speed characters, especially when Jump Squat wasn't universal. So before Ultimate, Jump Squats weren't universal across the board. Bowser had like a frame six or seven Jump Squat. Link had like a frame six Jump Squat or something like that. And then like Fox, Sheik had like the frame three Jump Squats. But it's so interesting to see them really try to cater the game more towards heavier characters and yeah. try to, like, universalize everything. But at the very end, Doesn't what's matter. still good? It's the fast, speedy characters with the good frame data, no matter how hard they try. I think, do it. I think the best example of that is in 4, because they were like, let's buff the heavies. They're like, uh, D DK kills you at 40 now. It's like, all right, now he's... <laughs> A mid tier. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's always okay. oh, good. But that was always their solution. Bowser, they're like, ah, oh, he kills you a fifty off a of grab. It's like, why is this your solution? Why is that what you're doing? Like, I, I love how bold they were though in Smash Four. They were very bold with their patches. Like when a Smash Four patch dropped, you were like, it's a big oh, deal. Shit. You don't even you're, know what the fuck's gonna. They were happen, bold right? in Ultimate. You just didn't like it because they gutted Pichu for Void. Yeah, that was bold. That was, that felt was bold. more extreme on the nerfs in Ultimate because it was like you know Pichu gets harmed. Uh, Zero Suit kind of gets, like, not completely yeah. shelved, Omar, but, like, Omar not Omar got fucked. Yes. Peach. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he needed it, though, for sure. Peach, Peach, Peach felt... Peach I love good Omar. A little bit more I love toned down, Olimar. but, like... Not that good. Still pretty well, I, think they I love it when Olimar is good in a meta. I love that, because I think he cre creates a very fun villain. <laughs> like, everybody will hate to watch Olimar. I think that's fantastic. Thank you! And Rosalina, I'm sick of her. Woo! Min yeah. Min, very fun villain. Woo! Yep, yep, Min Min, too. Yep, yep, yep. Promise. I think, I think every meta needs one of those. <laughs> Even if it's not like overpowered, like being a one of the things I actually wanted to ask, like, has you play like traditional fighters and stuff in Tweak? I know you played Street Fighter for a little bit. Um, do you think the over prevalence of like speed characters being good to me? I thought always thought it was a function of like mobility because it's like in Street Fighter, yeah, big characters can be good because you kind of have this level of intimidation. It's like, all right, you're boxed up, you're you're in the corner, you have to guess, you know, you're playing a different game then. In Smash, it's very difficult to pinch somebody like to the edge. Like there, there, there's so many resources, so many things you can do. If Sonic really wants to go high, he can just up be over you. Snake will just fly up. It's like, is it a mobility thing? Do you think, or is Smash just a lot more extreme in terms of like the stuff that you can sort of spam? 
I think that I, uh, is. Oh, go ahead, guess. Sorry, I think the problem when you're fighting a fast character in Smash as the as someone that's just not as fast, whether it's like big or just slow or both, is how suffocating your game plan becomes, even when it's neutral or even when you're an advantage. Um, like for example, if I'm Sephiroth and I'm fighting Sheik, and I hit Sheik, and she's above me. Even though I just won neutral, I can't swing my slow sword move still. I have to establish such a ex- extreme layers of advantage state where Sheik, just every basic game plan, even when she's losing, it's going to work. You'll get rewarded even for sloppy gameplay. Or like if Sheik's in the corner and I'm Sephiroth, I can't swing my moves even though she's in the corner. She's just going to jump over me and maybe even hit me for it. Yeah. And it, it's just how suffocating it is. Not even just in neutral or when you're getting hit. Even when you're winning, it's still like you're very limited no matter what because they can just teleport in front of you in the blink of an eye. I think, too, one of the big differences is we're talking... And you hit, said it a couple times. I think there's a huge difference between the corner in Street Fighter and then also yeah. the ledge in Smash. Smash, in general, compared to especially more traditional fighting games, ha- is more free-flowing. Like, you don't need to move... Like, Street Fighter, you're kind of locked into this grid that you play on, right? Like, if I jump, it's always the same arc from where I start to where I end. In Smash, it's like I could jump and go this way. I go back. I could jump and I go mm-hmm. forward. So these mobile characters, when they have to get out of the corner, have those options. But as a bigger character, it's like I'm locked into this grid. And on top of that, since the game is a little more free-flowing, your opponent also has more things that they can hit you with. So your options are limited, especially at the ledge or especially in disadvantage. And your hurt box is enormous as a bigger character. So I think that Smash's ability to be a little more free-flowing actually really hurts those characters in those scenarios because sure. you, when it limits your options in smash you really feel it not to say like it feels fucking horrible to get stuck in the corner in street fighter but sometimes once you get out you get out in smash it feels like you just get rinsed and repeated sometimes in in street and i feel like in street fighter 2 i'm thinking mostly third strike because that's the one that i play the most is if you get stuck in the corner and you lose two like oki situations you're just dead and you move on to the next round and smash it's like relentless like as dk you're just gonna get bared over and over like DK against Sheik, right? Like, it's just, when when the fuck does it end, really? Like, when does it stop? It's going to take forever, but it's sure. going to it's gonna end sometime, so. That's why, like, certain moves become so good in Smash. Like, if you look at, like, the multi-hit neutral airs, like Mithra or Byleth, they're so good because they're covering so many variables and there's a big margin for error. And, like, it, like, and then if you look at, like, I, I'm so sephiroth brain sorry but if you look at a character like sephiroth where the range is overall bigger it covers like a more specific area where like a lot of these moves that are just like sweeping or like circular like it's just like i'm reading this jump but i'm covering every type of jump where in a a lot of Mm -hmm. other scenarios in smash like it's a lot harder to like you know track people and then if you compare it to something like street fighter 5 where like oro has a double jump which sounds like it's going to be crazy and break the mold. And in some situations, I'm sure it's tricky. But like has said, like, even with that extra variable, there's only so much going on. Where with Smash, it's just ridiculous. Politano was the first example of that, like, multi-hit neutral air. And I remember specifically because, like... Covering where you think the bad guy is. Yeah, Yeah, and, and, like, with people not being able to shield out of initial dash, like, people were just running into it at the beginning. And it's like, all right, well, what do we... Like, she was the anti-jump character in a game where everybody jumps. And she sort of, like, faded less uh, in terms of relevance just because DLC is so prevalent. Um, But, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's an interesting thing. 
I mean, they tried to compensate that with unit collision. Remember, that was a very big deal. I think it brought more like buggy, weird scenarios than it actually helped. But like in Smash 4, if you think it was hard to like corner characters like Fox and Sonic. That's a good point, yeah. In Smash 4, they could just run right through you. You have to put your shield up and just be like, oh shit, I could get murdered right now from a dash attack from Fox. You're going to shield and Fox just zips right through you. And he's like, oh, now I'm in the center, right? Or any speedy character. So now there's unit collision in Ultimate, so you can't do that. But then it's still, even with that, they tried to make it more of like a traditional thing where you can't run through you. But there's still things like quick attack or special moves that can go through shield, right? And then just the amount of sheer options that you get in Smash. And like, I I love how Kony brought up mobility just because the sheer distance characters can go within a span of a half a second or a full second in smash compared to traditional fighters. Like, I mean, we joke about it when we're playing friendlies and, or just like watching like Sonic or Fox, but we're just like, Oh yeah, look at Fox or Sonic are teleporting all over the map. Cause like they're just moving that fast. Just the half only stage other burst, way yeah. to get a traditional fighter is like dulcum teleporting or something. You know what I mean? An actual teleport. Right. Akuma, Akuma teleport. I always think of Chun wall jump is also good. Like some characters have those in street. Fighter oh yeah. The big wall jumps and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So there are very few oh. examples of it in Street Fighter, but like they're very situational, right? Yeah. And stuff like that. And when you look at I the think... core of the game, it only adds so many variables. Well, the Oki strong. Well, it's like uh, you look at something like uh, Frame One DP also exists in Street Fighter. You don't really have that off the ledge in Smash, you know, unless you count Get Up Attack. It's kind of like that, but not. Remember really. the Mamma Mia, <laughs> <laughs> the normal Get Up into the Shoryu. I remember yep. that. That, was, that guy. That guy invented that. Yeah, that was amazing. Wait, I left out it. We left out a game. Zach, what about Brawl minus Luigi? Minus. <laughs> That's my number three. Mine. That's my number three. That's my number three. I forgot about that. Brawl, Brawl minus, minus Luigi. Luigi? Yeah, dude, minus Luigi is like a superhero. Why do you like him? Aerials. So my my type in a Smash game, I have a very specific type. I'm I'm a drift lord. I love drifting. I'm I'm a drift lord aerial guy, and if I can get a command grab, even better because I try to lock somebody in shield and then yeah. get them guessing. Like I like that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm like. I, I think people think that like I play grapplers. I'm not a grappler guy. I'm a I'm just sort of a fifty fifty guy, and I'm aggressive, which is why I hate Jigglypuff and melee. I've been trying to play melee. It's miserable. Um, everybody runs from me. It's fucking annoying. I'm trying to fight. <laughs> Um, but no, PM, uh, Brawl minus Luigi. I don't even know how to describe it. His foot. Oh yeah. Here he goes. Look at oh his drift. God. Dude. So the drift is crazy. And the forward <laughs> air, the forward air spikes. Yeah. So the forward air spikes, uh, Shoot. there's so much to down throw does that up B, uh, does the sweet spot. No matter where it is, it is weaker, but look at that. Oh, He's so- oh yeah. That always misfires. Yep. That too. <laughs> Of course, he's game just, is fucking hype, dude. I he love feels mine. he feels like Superman. I feel like I'm piloting a superhero, genuinely. And it just there's something about him. It's just so free flowing. I loved him to death. Yeah, I think, dude. I think Brawl Minus is one of the best modded games that so we ever fun. had. It, it really was so was. funny. It was they literally just had fun with the character design. I think if the character select screen didn't have those goofy images, it could have taken off. That's sure. my theory. That's my theory. Remember the images they had? They're yeah, like, yeah. They're like MS Paint drawings. Huh? I also hated how they tried to balance the game. Like they right. 1.0 was the best version, and then they started to give a shit and balance the game. I'm like, why the fuck are we pl-? like we're playing this because it's dumb as shit and everything's yeah. overtuned. That's the point of minus. Wait, who'd you guys all play in minus? Go around Mario. Like Marcus. Mario. He be fireball. He remember I was Mash and B. Oh my Charles. I played Falco and Marth. Gavin? 
Falco, I was Falco and Marth, by the way. I was like, so real. dude, Falco had like four or five jumps. It was hype. Did he? I, I don't remember. I, remember <laughs> I know what all the characters did, but I never settled on a main. Oh, okay. DK played, could pluck. I played DK. And, he yeah. threw yeah, barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In. I so love funny. DK. It was crazy. I, was I tried everyone DK in that game. Fun. I remember specifically, so there was actually a tournament. It's funny that you bring up the balance thing. Uh, I was at a Midwest Brawl Minus tournament. Yep. I was very good at the game. So I went to go play there, and I beat the guy in winner's finals, and I forgot who he played. It might have been um, might have been DK. So I beat him with Super Luigi. He's like, I got something for you in Grands. You haven't seen this before. I tried not to do it because it's cheap, and they're going to patch it. They're going to change it, but I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, I'm winning. Watch this. <laughs> and then he locks in Olimar. And he pulls no Pikmin, and Olimar had, like, an up B that was supposed to be, like, a Game & Watch up B, where it just, like, hits you. I think it was like that. But it straight up didn't work, and I 3-0'd him quickly. Like, I don't know. Oh. But he really thought, because that worked against everybody what? in the Midwest, that that was the play, and I slapped Let him, him up. Let him cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, like, he was really a good player, but it's just, like, it was so funny, because, like, you would feel like a god in minus. I felt like a god in minus. And then Junebug played Meta Knight. And I'm like, I can't move. Like, Luigi literally can't do it because it's disjoints and Meta Knight has priorities. Like, the character balance and the uh, the counterpicks were so extreme that they yeah. tried to change it. And it's just like, dude, just let the game become... It would have been like Overwatch. It just would have been a counterpick fest. It would have been like, oh, yeah, this... Oh, this one's mad funny. Uh, can I tell a story real quick? I love this story. Of death. <laughs> okay, it might take a little... Look at that Wario side B. It was basically PM side B. So sure. at the, when we all played uh, in, in the video that you're watching... and brought, Oh, yeah, he also had a trip. That would happen yeah. half the time, and it did damage. Um, so I, this event, I was playing Brawl Minus Luigi, and there were like eight of us there. We got snowed in at the VGBC house, like eight to ten of us in Laurel. Um, and there was a guy there who picked Luigi, and uh, the, Luigi had an invincible taunt. The kick one, you could not touch him, and you could link it, so you could just keep doing it over and over. This guy picked Luigi, and he got damage on the other guy, and then he just started doing that. And, like, oh. yeah, it's kind of funny, but he did it for, like, six minutes. <laughs> and everybody's like, hey, man, we're not, like, playing a tournament. Like, can you, like, stop being annoying? He's like, what? What? It's a viable strategy. We're like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> we kicked uh, him out into the so snow. Cool. It was so bad. That's why. What did What did we say in the beginning of Ultimate? Someone's like, we need a Mewtwo King clause because if there's a rule, it will be abused by people in yep. the same vein, the same exact vein. We need to think of every. I think it's when we realize that every stage will have hazards off, and it's like the number one thing we need to think about is how can this be abused in the worst way possible, and and yes, what do we yeah. need to look out for? Smashers, they dude, they do that worse than like anybody. Some people hold it. There was a guy in Brawl that was famous for it named Cheese. And uh, he's not around anymore, but Cheese used to, like, be, like... not around anymore. No. Okay? He's, I think he's a lawyer now, which oh. makes sense. Because he would literally, like, comb through rule sets and find the one thing that you didn't think of, and then he would just cheat. And it's like, ah, no. you didn't have it in the rule set. Sorry. He was... Dude was grinding. Is it really cheating if it's not in the rules? Like, oh, yeah. Was, so, uh, Connie, just question, because it's... it's Okay, by the way, it is really strange calling you Connie. Like, I know, right? It's, it, you can call you me 15, Zach. Everybody yeah, else I mean, I've known you for 15 years. <laughs> I was in your wedding. Like, it's just... Yeah, I'm you calling you Zach. Man. Else, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, now that I think about it, you've have you won a tournament in every game? Did you win a Smash 4 tournament? No. No, okay. Not so even you, wait! 
Wait, I did. The when cloud I was in only Washington. Bracket? No, not even cloud. So I went to Washington for a work trip and I won a local there over Shinko, the or Shinku, I think, the Sheik player. He mm-hmm. was really good. I think he didn't know the Mario matchup or whatever. But yeah, I've won him one in Brawl PM, yep. Smash 4 and Ultimate somewhere. Damn. Brawl minus, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, that's what that's what brought up the thing because I was like, <laughs> bro, one and bro minus two. Uh, what do you, what is your favorite um, set that you've won? Oh god, uh, or it could be a set that you almost won. Yeah, I mean, I'm still mad about the Mewtwo King set. That yeah, that will that's always why I said me. it. I'm yeah. so mad about that. Explain. Oh, you okay? For, for, so. Yeah. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't podcast. know, I, I hate talking about it because Uh-oh. it feels like something that like I don't want to sound like an old dad sitting on the the yeah. lazy boy like oh I should have. But basically, we went to the Midwest for a tournament, and uh, this was when like Mewtwo King was the top guy; he was the number one player in the world. And I had to play him, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get mopped. I'm gonna get destroyed." And game one, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like he straight <laughs> up has no clue what he's doing, and I'm sure his stuff works on other DDs, but I played really weird. Like, I did not play optimal. I was goofy. Like, I'm jumping. Like, I'm an aerial guy. And I, I three-stock him game one. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah. So I three-stock him game one. Game two, he goes to Norfair because, of course, he does. You had yeah. to ban Brinstar and Cruz, so he goes to Norfair. I lose that one easily. Jesus Christ. And game three, uh, we go PS2 because that's the best stage for Didi. Yeah, there's the thing. So the big issue with this tournament so every tournament had been planking because Meta Knight could just go to the ledge, he could just up air, and there's nothing you could do about it. There was one tournament that didn't, and it was this one, and it was because the TO was a Game & Watch player, and she didn't think it was that big a deal because uh-huh. Game & Watch could plank too. And she was like, oh, it's not a big deal, whatever. So game three comes around, and I get planked. And then I have to go over there, and I have to chase him down, and it was a wash. So very frustrating set. Um Still lives in my head because it was like it's it's that perfect intersection of like the rules not really mattering, but they should have whatever. Um, favorite set that I won? I don't know. Probably my first PM tournament PM win. Tournament, yep. Yeah. I mean, it so sounds fun. a little obvious, but like, I don't know. You always sort of get conditioned in the, as a brawl player that like, all right, you're not playing the real game, right? You can't hang. And uh, I went into PM. I was like, all right, I'll never win a tournament or whatever. And I got better and better. And I'm like. I could do this. And it was at a time when MDVA was probably the best PM region, right? Sure. Definitely. Like, definitely. For sure. Your yeah, two tours were insanely good. Like your mid level your mid level <laughs> play, your low level everybody was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So like we we were the probably the best region in the US for PM. Like didn't have the best players, but at the best like uh concentration, I guess. Mm. So being able to win a tournament at one of those was like I don't know. It was a big deal. It meant a lot. Thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we are getting close to 100 episodes, and Ooh. also thank you so much to Coney for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Always yeah, so happy to be here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So we're gonna jump to our Patreon episode, the Patreon bonus part. So if you guys are interested and want to hear us talk more about, uh, you know, PM, HDR, and some of the other off-make games of Smash, make sure to go to the Patreon and check that out. But until next time, see you guys later. <laughs>